So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. So excited to have four of my friendlies here from Canada. We're going to talk about iconic marketing moves. If you are the kind of person that's saying, gosh, you know what? I'm just, I'm struggling to get myself out of the weeds, out of the noise. There's so much confusion in the marketplace. How do I become the agent of choice? This is the show for you. So let's start with some introductions. Let's go Stevie Kim. Uh, fast introductions around the room that we're gonna get into all kinds of crazy stuff. So Steve. Stephen Kim, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I've uh, been in real estate for 10 years, three years full-time, seven years part-time. And Love I'm it. a Tom Perry coach. Yes, you are. All right, Sean. Uh, Sean Ryan, Sarnia, Ontario. I've been in real estate for about uh, 16, going on 17 years, and uh, Tom Perry coach as well. Yes, and active in the business, active in the business. Full production as well. Yes. Yeah. All right, Janet. Janet Miller, Vancouver, BC, uh, in the business for 12 years and coaching with you for five. Love it. Love it. And? Well, my name is Brad McCallum out of Calgary, Alberta. I am a Tom Ferry client, and with four coaches in the room, it feels like this is an intervention. <laughs> well, the reason we brought you here today. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Bring in his wife and children. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm out of Calgary, Alberta. I've been in the industry four and a half years and uh, just about six months in the ecosystem. So I think we're going to call this The Polite Show. This is, this is a show for polite people who want to be savages at marketing. So now that we have a little insight on, on who you guys are and how how long you've been doing what you're doing. I think that the question for so many people today is like the person listening right now is like, okay, like how do I stand out? What did you do? What can I R and D over there? I've got like plays that work. What's the play that I can run. Now you did something pretty magical as a brand new agent. I think there's certainly talk worthy points, right? You coach and then you've been active. You're coaching and active. You're, you're basically still three years in the business full time. So anybody who wants to go first and everything goes, we can go at each other. I want to hear more. We're just going to attack. All right. So Brad, you want to go first? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So the idea is iconic moments. Well, for me, uh, iconic was just getting out in front of the, the clients with video. So I focus primarily not just on the courage to press post because I, I was worried that as other agents adopted the technology, I would fall behind or there'd be less differentiation. So I went all in on creating high quality video with the goal of it reaching as many people as possible, mainly so I could communicate that thing that all agents kind of struggle to communicate, which is their unique value right. and that they really care about their clients. I wanted to be able to peel to point people to something that they could say, there, that's it. That that's what he's done. So we've we've done that by trying to get creative, trying to blow people away with what they should typically expect from an agent marketing a $500,000 home, million dollar home, whatever it might be. I'm glad you brought up that price point because a lot of people will say, well, God, you know, uh, like I'm in, you know, name the, name the country, name the province, name the city, doesn't make a difference. But my average sales price is only, so how far should I go on a listing video as an example? Yeah, so the only question you should ask yourself is what is the absolute most you could provide your client while still remaining financially viable? 
That is the thing that everyone else is looking at it from the wrong perspective. They're asking themselves, what is the least I can do to still gain a follower or a new client or something? What's the least that I can invest? And we look at it totally the other way. Like, what's the absolute most that we could we could do? So what's wild is how many two, three, four million dollar listings that we've gotten because at that listing presentation, they said, no, when we went to your channel, we saw the care and attention that you gave a $400,000 townhome. Yeah. And that speaks like absolute volumes about who you are. And that's so much more uh, like when they're drawing that conclusion versus me trying to tell them why we're so unique or special. Uh, it, it seems to be like the thing that closes on our behalf. So so I'm going to throw this out to all of you to, collectively here is some agents in the very beginning of their career are going to say like they're looking for the. I don't want to say gimmick, but they're they're what's what's going to be that that one thing I can do that makes me stand out, that generates clients, that generates businesses. But most of them are thinking short term, transactional. I would argue he was thinking long term. What do you guys think? Absolutely. And and why video versus just buying leads from Realtor.ca? <laughs> yeah, um, I just thought that they could change the script too easily. Like I thought. There was so little things that I had in my control in the industry, rather the client even decided to go with me after the meeting, you know, after the listing presentation, whether or not the ad rates would change. And then I got to see how things were like, oh yeah, now we're changing custom audiences and we're changing yeah, what yeah. data you'll share and all that stuff. Uh, for me, I wanted the ability to project exactly what I wanted out into the world. And I also knew that if I was gonna go high quality, I needed it to, I needed to find a a platform that would leverage it long time, like long term. Like I couldn't just get uh, the home sold and that be the return on the investment. Otherwise, it likely didn't justify so much of an upfront investment. It had to be something that was building like a, a catalog or a, basically a, I guess, like social proof that we were the company to to yes. go to, right? And then, of course, as you level that up, the goal is is that it's no longer just transactional on a one to one. Um, like, hey, this is this guy has selling his house in this, you know, X, Y, or Z community. I wanted builders and designers and architects, anyone who did multiple projects in a year to look at our service and think that, okay, we aren't great marketers. We need a massive platform to get our our value proposition, our product out to the world. And so I just look at them as 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 thinking, hey, use us, leverage us, leverage our platform, the audience that we've built for four years to make sure that everyone knows how amazing this product is that you just built in this community. And and for context, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> how <laughs> much volume did you do in the first year, 18 months? Yeah, I mean, I would say in the beginning, I felt like an imposter because the agents uh, community were, were like putting me on stages and podcasts. And I was like, man, I know I'm talking to a lot of people who are doing way more business than me. So I don't think I should get that attention. Um, but sorry. 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 Yeah. All sorry. <laughs> Welcome to the polite yeah. show. And now, but you know, the idea of that was, is that I think that like agents, if you're not doing something with your marketing that other agents are talking about, then likely your market's not going to be talking about you because agents are great canaries in the coal mine. Like there's something right. happening, something, something coming. So as soon as people start saying like, man, I saw what you did, or you did this thing, or I love those reels or the short form or the YouTube or the community, whatever it might be. It's like, if no one's talking about the marketing that you're doing, it's a, it's definitely not iconic and B it's probably not yet moving the needle enough for you. Yeah. So how much volume did you do in the first 18 months? Yeah, no, not much in the first. I probably, I started, I don't, I shouldn't say that. Uh, 
I would say my first full year, I did 13 million. And then that kind of hopped up to about 30 and that hopped up to 39 and then 71 million myself last year. And I'm at about 22 on the year this year. Wow. So I would say that paid off. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. I mean, you know, like anybody else listening, like if you do 13 million your first year and you're, and you weren't, you weren't making cold calls, you weren't knocking on doors. Were you holding houses open? Uh, yeah. Like I haven't done an open house for a couple of years now. Oh, you've been in the business for so long now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, 75% of my career now, I've not done open well, houses no, it, when, just when, the last three years. But when people say, people will say like, they're like, oh yeah, but how do you, oh my gosh. Like how it's, and it's usually someone who doesn't have the business that you have that would like to have the business that right. you have saying, I don't know how you have time for it. Yeah. And I'm always just like, well, it's cause you're prospecting. I don't prospect. Like why, why would, I'm not ever a, approaching people like if the phone's not ringing i go back and work on my brand right all right i don't go and make up i don't kill us yeah love it okay so i'm gonna go to you next because you know maybe even though 10 years in the business you were you know god bless you like teaching for seven of those years yes. and selling some real estate part-time yes. you know my my buddy michael pulzer is the one that created that remax campaign of don't hire a part-time <laughs> agent in all of toronto do you remember those Yes, yes. Our brokerage even said it that they weren't going to hire part time. So I didn't tell right. them that I was actually a full time teacher. And yeah. then I started posting big numbers. And yeah. so they never asked. And I was like, it was probably year five. They're like, you know what? You never come to any of our PD sessions. Why is that? You're always missing them. I'm like, here's a little secret. I'm actually a full-time teacher. And they're like, what? what? Yeah. You're the number three agent of the company. <laughs> so so give us context for iconic marketing moves. And, and again, you know, Jan, it could be like a one-off that they did, or it could be like Brad, clearly his was, I'm going to do these mega listing videos over the top, full production. What about you, Stem? Uh, consistent. Did I just say Stem? Yeah, I say consistent. Yeah, yeah. Does that count as a yeah. check mark? Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, come on, come on. For the people listening, we've had a sorry, it's S-O-U-R-Y, right? Is yeah, that yeah, the that's appropriate? Right. Sorry. Canadian sorry. 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 You know what? The one thing fundamentally that I, I found out about all agents was the lack of prospecting, the consistent prospecting, yeah. whether it's cold calling, door knocking, whatever the case may be. And I was like, you know what? I'm not like, I didn't grow up in Toronto. I'm new to the city. Mm-hmm. I don't have a big database of people to call. I'm like, you know what? Video seems to be yeah. the big in right now. And mm-hmm. I just don't see anyone doing it consistently. So what am I going to do if I'm going to go in? I'm going to go all in. Mm-hmm. And so I decided to go Every single day, this is now three and a half years of mm-hmm. a video every single day. I have not skipped a beat. And I hate saying this, it's essentially replaced all of my calling. Yeah. Like Brad, you mentioned this, like you don't do much prospecting. I would say that I don't do the traditional ways of prospecting. Those DMs and those calls come to me now. Yeah. I use my social media as a digital resume. So I'm able to qualify the level of clients or the quality of clients coming into me being like, you know what? Eh, I don't like his vibe. That's fine. I love that. That's great. But the people who know me and have been watching me consistently, mm-hmm. it's like bottom of funnel. They're like, do you have the time to work with me? Yes. Like imagine work that like you operate a business with people just come to you and say, you know what? Do you have time for me? Yes. Yeah. Game yes. changing. And that right. was largely in part to just consistently putting this content out so that the moment you wait, wake up and you look at your phone, you're like, oh my God, there he is, Steve Kim. Like Jeremy Knight just did it. He's like, right. we're having lunch. He's like, man, you're always on my phone. I'm like, bingo. Yes. Because right. that's the goal. Okay, so let's just figure it out really fast here. So three and a half years, right? So 365 uh, and a half, right? Times, yeah, that's a lot of days. That's all I got here. <laughs> it's like a thousand plus days. So some people would yeah. say, what could you possibly be talking about after three and a half years that you didn't already say 49 times? 
here's a little secret. <laughs> I recycle some of the content. Oh. Like for instance, on a Tuesday, I do Home Tip Tuesday. Well, yeah. what what was the problem? A lot of first time <clears throat> home buyers were like, Steve, my, my, my shingles, my windows, condensation. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put this out on video because if it serves you, it's probably going to serve other people. Right. So I'm going to get into a lawn maintenance series. Well, I do it every year. It's yes. four videos that I pump out every summer. Right. Lawn maintenance. Right. I just change the graphic. Right. Well, there, there is something like thematic. Like I do, I think of the same thing. Like we go, oh, it's business planning season. Hey, it's new year, new you. Yeah. Hey, it's the spring market. Exactly. Right. So, so I think it's really good for people to hear that you can take really good content in the past and just modernize it, add the 2022 version of it. Right. I did a, I did a presentation when we went uh, elite retreat virtual. Yes. And I was like, these are the 52 home tips that I use. These are the ones that do really, really well. And I shared it yeah. into the ecosystem. Like, yeah. Here's the script. Take it. Yeah. Run, Run. with it. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, but you know, 30% of them have to do with winter. And I'm like, well then replace them with something else. I'm like, <laughs> right. use the other 70%, all right? The, all the sand states of the California. <laughs> What's winter? Yeah, yeah. We don't have that here. We, but we, we, you, sorry. I was just saying, oh, oh, you're doing oh, sorry. Oh, no, Brad. No. <laughs> Drink. What you're doing that's really smart is you're not getting overwhelmed about what do I have to say? No. You're just getting what from your buyers and sellers. They're telling you what they need answered. And you're like, oh, awesome. I'll make a video about that. Like it was a like you know, Phil today when you had him come mm -hmm. speak to all of us, he talked about turn your content into a soap opera, not a miniseries. Yes. Every single day for me is a soap opera. I know exactly the audience. I know exactly the purpose. And I know exactly People the People get problem. off your videos and they're like, who's sleeping with who? <laughs> <laughs> who's about to die? Right. Like, but, I, I'm sorry. That's my version of soap operas. Maybe like. But people perseverate way too much on like, who's my audience? I don't right. even know who I am. I can't even solve that problem in terms of what, what it is to the audience. And then they, they right. stop. They just, they don't put out any content. That didn't make sense to me. Say that again. So, so the thing is, you said, I don't, I don't even know who I am. Like, like what, people struggle with their own. They're did like, anybody else pick yeah. up on that? People okay. struggle no, with I like, yeah. like, they're yes. like, I don't even know like what I'm passionate about. I'm like, yes. oh, okay, well then that's a big issue. If you yeah. don't even know what you're passionate about, how are you going to articulate that message to that segment of right. the audience? And so I find that to be the biggest challenge that, that, it, that is a lot of the DMs that come in from agents are like, how do I talk about me? Like, I don't even know what I'm passionate about. I'm like, well, what do you like to do when you take your realtor hat off for a second? Let's right. start there. Right. You like making pizzas. You like garden gnomes. You like puzzling. Go. People love Go. that. There's Go a there. niche for everything. Absolutely. Everything. Okay. So one thing I know about just be, before I, we get to these two is when you two get in front of a camera it, you were like super Kim and Brad's like, right? like, so if you, it, it, if you're only listening, but da meant arms moving, yeah. very exaggerated. Yeah. It looks very intentional. True, false plan, not planned. Yeah. I think no, intentional. Like it's very intentional. This is the say. passion. Like, I think that's like, especially when you talk about your YouTube videos, your listing videos, I'm like, Oh, Brad, because <laughs> he's so passionate right. about it. And I'm like, oh, that resonates with like, me. Like one more faucet. He's so fired up about <laughs> yeah. it. Well, How can you be so excited about cabinets every yeah. time? What I'm excited about is that I, it, I never dreamt that I'd be in a career that would allow me to be creative, to actually like make an impact on people's lives. And then I think at the end of the day, I love the idea of doing my best work at yeah. something that I'm super passionate about. Yeah. So if that is not coming through in the video, uh, then I'm missing really like the message. So, uh, you know, like when we represent someone's property, the difference that we can make as agents is so, so important. 
uh, that I don't know. I feel like that is the opportunity for us to like, this is their one shot at maximizing their return on investment. Like if they're just going to get someone who's standing outside and, and saying, you know, this is, you know, one, two, three banana street behind me, it's got four bedrooms, three bathrooms, it's going to take you inside. It, there's no energy there. Right. But you have, you have, if you, you watch some of the world's best marketers, they have no shame in the fact that they're selling. Yes. And there, there's the idea that, you know, being sold or selling is like a four letter word, like, you know, in the negative sense, uh, is just, to me is just not true because almost every business, almost every transaction, everything starts with a sale. There has to be a salesperson there yes. to do that. Yes. Yes. So same question with you, just like energy. Cause you're like, Hey, it's Steve Kim. Like, like, it's just like the energy, <laughs> yeah. like every time I would watch like your, your mindset stuff, your energy. I mean, it's just, it's always, you're either super attracted to you or you're like, not for me. And clearly enough of them were attracted. <laughs> I'm incredibly grateful. I think that's it. Like, you know, we all talk about a powerful morning routine mm -hmm. and, you know, I journal the gratitudes. I impart that onto as many people as possible. I am legitimately just a happy human being. I yeah. love what I do because if I don't, yeah. I won't do it. Like yeah. on my bucket list, Tom, I want to be a school bus driver. I, at one point <laughs> in my, uh, dead serious. My buddy just rolled up all the school buses in all of Canada. And he's taking it public. I can I can help you with that. <laughs> yes, that's Seriously. a passion. They're mind. hiring like you, yes. like anyone, my wife, my like closest friends, my family. They know if I don't want to yeah. do it, I'm not yeah. going to do it. Yeah. So if I'm doing something, it's because I love doing it. Could you imagine his school bus videos? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, kids. Hands free. Did you, did you Hands all free. did you all sign the waiver? Yeah. yeah. Are we yeah. doing magic school bus? Yeah. yeah. That would be so good. Okay. <laughs> all right. So so Sean. Yeah. Tell us, what was the iconic moment of marketing in your business that that really got you? It sounds like like with Stevie, it was like 365 times another whatever it was times three years of content, content, content. Was there a moment or something you did that, that got you on the map? I think it just went, uh, I just went all in. I came home, I think, from a conference, probably one of yours, and I came on my probably. Life. Thanks, probably. thanks for the shout out there. Yeah, that's where I first met you. That's yes. where I first met Jen. Actually, around that time, that was like six, seven years ago. Now, you guys were in the Canada corner. It was. It was, it was, the, it was, first, <laughs> it was the first sales edge in oh, Canada. Yeah. Toronto, yeah. Love it. Yeah. And I came home, I said to my wife, I'm like, we're hiring a videographer. I just ordered $30,000 worth of equipment, and I have no idea how to use any of it. And she's just looking at me like, what seminar did you you're go not, to? You're never going back. Like, you're yeah. not allowed out. Yes. Parental supervision anymore. Yes. And then we just went all in. And we just, it was, you know, just kept going and going. But what does that mean? Like, I get, I get buy the stuff. A lot of people buy stuff and then they do nothing. They sign up for the gym and they do yeah. nothing, right? Buy the gym clothes, do nothing. So, what does that mean you went all in? We just got like really consistent about video and we didn't care what other people thought. In the mm -hmm. sense where, like, if you don't like it, don't look at it. Let's just post it. Let's just do it. But what were you, What like, what was the content you were creating? What, well, were you, what was the message you were well, trying we to get out? we started with, like, market updates, and then we started with mm -hmm. uh, blogs every week, mm -hmm. and then we started with food shows, and then we started it with uh, Ryan Out Loud. It's a podcast of, like, mm -hmm. small business owners, and now we've evolved into, like, short-form content of having, like, Wait, 40 pieces. Ryan Out Loud? Ryan Out Loud, yeah. Oh, I love it. I love that, too. If Glenda Baker didn't give you that name right something that, is wrong. that was right. that came yeah. from in-house it's so we good that. and uh, we just kept evolving and just not just committing to more and more and more and more then we saw more people in our marketplace start doing more video yeah. and then we're just like i'm gonna do more i'm gonna do better yeah and then i just come home my wife's just like she just shakes her head at me kind of thing all the time like, i'll come home for this i got like three pages of notes from earlier and she's just like shit <laughs> yes 
Hey, it's Tom Ferry. Question, what's your favorite social media platform? Are you big on Insta? Do you love to tweet? No matter where you answer, I'd love for you to connect with me there. All you gotta do is just type in at Tom Ferry and follow and let's you and I connect. I wanna be able to deliver the right content, the right ideas, the ways to help you grow your business, stay fired up, keep moving, be in action and run plays that work in the platform that matters most to you. So subscribe and I'll see you there soon. So, but I don't, so the iconic moment was, okay, clearly video is the thing I'm going all in. Well, just then, then it sounds like maybe even like a little bit of the J curve where like you, we want to get up there, but we know to get there, we have to go down and figure all this stuff out. And then all of a sudden we start to crest and we're like, holy shit, it's working. I didn't get a single, I didn't get a single deal off social media in my first full year. So talk about insanity, doing yeah. the same thing, 365 days, different yeah. results. Right. And that was absolutely the J curve. I was like, you know what? I know that I'm beating out my competitors yes. in my marketplace because people will enter the arena of doing video uh-huh. and then a few weeks later they're out. Yes. And it was in year two and I was like, whoa, they're really starting to come in now. Right. And so, right. yeah. Yeah. It was just getting consistent with everything like constant video, constant message. We had a slogan, put Sean on your lawn. My wife came up with it and then we just started running with it. We had people dress up as like Halloween. I get some guys send me a mixture of like a lawn on him with my sign or something like that. It was absolutely amazing. Wait, a, like a past client? Like No, just, just a random stranger. You know see, what I mean? Okay, like, that, that, yeah, that's an iconic moment. Yeah. Yeah. When someone like takes something yeah. you did and they like make a like a mockery of it, you're like, oh, I'm winning. Well, I'm like, winning. My wife got before I was leaving here, some guy called us and he goes, I want to put Sean on my lawn. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm leaving for Dallas in like half an hour. My wife's like, I'll go. Do you have Sean on my lawn.com? No, I don't, but I should. Yeah. yeah. I sorry, hey, I do. Siri. <laughs> don't steal. Yes. My wife's like, crap, he's buying another domain name. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, but I think it'd be hysterical, like Sean on my lawn t-shirts, like yeah. swag. Yeah. Cause it's yeah. kind of silly, right? It's yeah. silly, but it's also like, what does that mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like versus, you know, like you know, yeah. like the Tom Ferry the team, right? Like whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. So we just All had right. fun with it too and just kept going with it. Okay, you're you're gonna uh, ask a question. Oh uh, no, well, I was sorry. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for this one, Tom. Uh, no, what I was going to say to you, uh, Stephen, was that idea of consistency, right? You were talking about consistency too. Um, I actually think if you're just getting started in in real estate, what you need is actually delusion. Mm. Right? Like it's not just consistency. <laughs> like you actually need Great to be point. delusional for a period of time because there is, you don't know when that first sense of like, there's going to be return coming from it. Yeah. All you can trust is that it will someday uh, work out. And I think like my delusion was just like, I still have the delusion that, you know, I'm pro I don't know, give me like a, I don't know, a few months with a guitar. Like I could write a song. I'm sure I could write a song that gets played on the radio. Right. And a whole bunch of people will be like, that's absolutely be Tom radio show. But. Right. Right. Exactly. Yes. right. Like a whole bunch of people would say like, I would never do that, but you almost yeah. have to be delusional yes. that someone will watch this eventually or that will work out. And then, and then what happens is, of course, after a time is that you start getting the reinforcement that like, oh, there was there was something to it. So the, all the agents that are just held at that one spot looking yeah. at all these people who have already built the audience, yeah. it started right. one at a time. That's a great point. I'm going to make a comment to all of you and then I'm going to come to Janet with something big here to bring it home. <laughs> I think all of you have the unfair advantage. My first YouTube channel was July of 2007. I don't think I had a single piece of business until I got to year two, started my new channel, really got what I would say more aggressive. And then even then it was maybe three or four years before all of a sudden people would start calling in. They're like, hi, we want to hire Tom. Uh, can he come do episode five, seven, 43 <laughs> and 92? And like my head of business, I would go, 
don't know what they're talking about. I'm like, oh, that's the Tom Ferry show. Okay, cool. I actually, wait, hold on, let's Google. Okay, I know what they want me to talk about. Like, but it, but it took so long. Now I see you guys coming into the marketplace and, and I agree, like you have to be delusional. I love that, like that perspective, right? Because you got to do it and know that everybody else is going to quit. Yeah. Everybody else is going to be a candy ass. Everyone else is going to jump in, buy the equipment and do nothing with it. But if you can play the long game, I mean, for me, it's kind of paid off. Right, yeah. like it's kind of paid off, right? And I'm seeing the same with all of you now, right? And then we got Christoph Chu over there, who's been doing it around the same time as me. And it's like it is. He's an, he's the OG, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so Janet, I think I know you probably want to talk about other iconic stuff and and moves. You can do that. Okay. But I would love for you to help solve the mystery of this question: Do people need more time or money? And I find that the most successful people they all say the same thing: I need more time. I got, I got deals, money, deals, transactions. Like I've got that part figured out, but I'm struggling. Like the woman I just interviewed, she was like, I haven't taken a vacation in years. She's like, and I know I got to make money while the, you know, while the, you know, whatever that phrase is. She's like, but like, I don't see this market changing anytime soon. And I'm exhausted when you guys went away for a month. It was just like, you yeah. can just see like, we're, there's a lot, there, the person listening right now is going, oh my God, I'm enough marketing. Give me more time. Give us some insight. So the first time I get a new coaching client or get a new team, mm -hmm. I always ask the same intro question. What's your role on the team? What are your yeah. goals? And what's your biggest challenge? Yeah. What's your biggest challenge? Always, always, always. I don't have balance in my life. Yeah. I don't have enough time. I don't set boundaries. Right. So they either don't have it in their schedule mm -hmm. or a lot of them have it in their schedule but they don't have boundaries around it. Bingo. They can't say no. They can't say no. So this they... is an intervention. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. No. So the, the power phrase is not now. Not now. I always, I tell the same story all the yeah. time to clients that, um, so before coaching, I was director of sales looking after 125 agents. And there was always the same guy who was number one. Yeah. Always number one. Occasionally he was number two and he'd say, that's never happening again. And I can remember this going into the bullpen of the office. It's like 945. And because he was religious about doing his prospecting, he had his headset on, wasn't talking to people. And I walked up to him. I said, hey, Sean, can I ask you a quick question? And he said, oh, yeah, absolutely. Come back at 1045. Because our default would normally be, sure, what do you sure. need? Yeah, yeah what, do you, what do you want? Yes. But he set boundaries. Mm-hmm. And that's what made him successful. So how does somebody, like how do all of us adopt that? Like, do we need to have something tragic happen in our lives? Which is what, and I don't wish that on anybody, but my, what I have experienced over and over again is like the spouse walks in and says, I'm done, mm -hmm. you know, cause you're in love with your business, not with me. Right. And all of a sudden they're like, Whoa, time out. Right. <laughs> or, you know, like something like that. How do we get them? So they don't have to have tragedy to get triumph. I remember you did that in your video about five years ago, right? Why not you? Mm -hmm. That's a great, that's a great video. Uh, what I like to get people to do is interrupt the pattern at the end of every day. At the end of every day, just do a reflection. What were my wins? Mm -hmm. What were my losses? How can I improve? Yeah. So yeah. don't beat yourself up if you didn't do your prospecting time and you got mm -hmm. sidetracked by whatever. Just acknowledge it and decide what you're going to do differently tomorrow. Yeah. Wins, losses, how can I improve? How do you get the spouse involved? How do you get the kids involved? 
Yeah. So you can do it with, um, well, a couple of things. Number one, have them see your goals mm -hmm. and what the benefit is, like how they're going to benefit from them. Yeah. Um, also, uh, set boundaries around when you are and when you're not working. And I know that's really, really tough. That's the hard one. Like, like turning your phone off and going outside and playing, you know, sports with your kids mm -hmm. versus having your phone on you and playing sports with your kid. Anybody? Yeah. Anybody? Like you, you I, don't my kids wanna, are adults. Like it's, you, you know. don't want to be the parent on the soccer field and right. you're like this and someone taps you on the shoulder and say, oh, good goal. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get yeah. that on video? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. I right? learned that I learned that lesson real quick when Jordan was born, our first, and my dad, you know, immigrant, Seoul, Korea, came here, ran businesses, worked like 17 hours a day. I remember in the hall, he looked at me, he's like, one thing I want to tell you, he's like, remember this always, time is the currency of love. It is my biggest regret. We were working so hard that we neglected the time with you guys. Time is the currency of love. And I was like, <laughs> I was oh, I'm bawling, I'm bawling. I'm like, oh my gosh. And that's actually why I left teaching. I left teaching because those small things that were really important to me, like even walking my own kids to school, dropping off them, dropping them off a hot lunch at, at lunchtime, right. I could never do. I could never go on a field trip. And I was like, you know what? No, yeah. no, there's so much more to life. And, I left. So now you're going to drive the bus to the field trip. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> That's gonna be you know what? Like, it took me a while to realize because I have a 15-year-old daughter. I have a 5-year-old daughter and a 2-year-old daughter. Mm -hmm. So with my 15-year-old daughter, I didn't really get that as much. I was younger. I was like 22, got into business. And one of my non-negotiables right now in business, last two, three years is I'm home for dinner every night. I'm home nice. for bedtime every night. And I'm off for one day of the week. Mm -hmm. And I've stuck to that for the last three years, two and a half years, about 96% of the time. Yeah. And it just came down to trading time for money. Yeah. That's the and it's just yeah. getting in there and delegating everything out that's not important to you and that you don't want to do to make everything make everything yeah. run and, and like once you get in that mindset to give up the control to really get the control back, yeah. it's just life just gets so much better. I owe my older son Michael like the, he was like it was like the greatest gift. We're sitting at Sapori restaurants. My wife and I, Stephen is four, Michael's six, and it was really early in our business, like probably six or eight months in. And anybody that's started a company. Can can with a spouse can reflect on. I'm out hard charging every single day, and my wife's like, "You're spending too much money on this. Why are we doing this?" And like, and literally, we're doing this at dinner. And my son just goes, "If all you guys are going to do is talk about work the entire time we're here, I don't want to go to dinner anymore." <gasps> I I almost broke down in tears. I can almost start crying right now. Yeah. And I was just like, I like looked at my wife. She looked at me. We both kind of like all four of us hands in the table and said, "Okay, no more talk about work at dinner." And like, I literally was like apologizing to my six, like my six year old called me out. And like the next day I was like, Hey, like we need to make a new agreement. Yeah. Right. Like we're both obsessed about this new thing and it's all exciting. But when we're here with them, we've got to be here with them. And my wife is like a star at that. But sometimes that was the only time she had me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, I, yeah. Everybody can relate to what yeah. I'm saying here. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, you know, Hey, you know, Hey, let's get together tonight. Let's Oh, well, really? But let's talk about business first. Well, that's yeah. kind of anti Viagra. Yeah. Right. Like, so, <laughs> yeah. you know I mean, right? so, so having to figure that part out and, and my son, you said it trade time for money. Like the next day I was like, I'm hiring a full-time assistant. I'm hiring this person. I'm like, we're going to lose money for the first year. I don't care. Yeah. Cause if I ruin my family and build a great business, what have I really done? And that was an early choice that we had to make. And it was, it was hard but trading time for money. Well, in coaching, you're always asking us to do 90-day plans, right. quarter quarterly plans. And the obvious part of the plan is setting the goals. Yeah. But the part sometimes we overlook that's just as important 
is resetting our schedules. Right. Because I'm a big right. believer that your schedule expires every 90 days. Yeah. If anything, the sun rises and sets at different yeah. times. That can impact your, right. your schedule. Your kids' extracurricular activities change. Yeah. Big time. That can impact your schedule. So if you write a quarterly plan for goals. Yeah. Should change your schedule as well. Yeah, big time. It definitely helped to have kids in sports. Steven with tennis every Saturday morning, eight o'clock, get in the car at six, drive him someplace, hang out. Affirmations the whole way there. And he's like, really, dad? Really? Now he's like, we should do that more. He's 20 in mortgage. Let's do that more. But having that, you're exactly right. But it's those non-negotiables. What about you? Like, what have you found? What, what was the adjustment that you made? Because you have, you know, a young family, right? So how what have you done? Well, last year we had um, just like hockey stick growth. And as exciting as it was, even though I did work from home and felt like I was around my kids uh, all the time, very early in the year, we knew that I think just because of the whole pandemic stuff yeah. and everything and business growing that we needed something at the end of the year to look forward to. Um, and so I didn't really realize that throughout the year that I, even though I was around my kids all the time, the time, like I was present, I just wasn't present. And so um, my daughter, I remember last November, uh, she came down, she must have tried to get my attention three or four times. And I was like, in between two different deals that night. And then finally, she just came up like in the middle of a, a call, uh, like with a client, I just grabbed my phone and she, she just hung up and said, stop real estating now. And I was like, okay, Ooh, yeah. all right. That's a and moment. Then, That's and we moment. were about a month away so from going to Hawaii, we had got to Hawaii. We were booked 19 days, four days into the trip. Um, my wife said, can you believe we still have two weeks left? And my anxiety went through the roof. And I realized just how much of a deficit yeah. I had yeah. had created in, in my life. And so what was wild about taking the time, because we've now spent about two months of vacation in the last four and a half months, like just purely like one-on-one -on -one with family. But it was like day nine or 10 where my son started to like tell me real stuff, like stuff that he was dealing with at school and challenges. Yeah. And it was like, he needed the quantity of time there to feel safe enough to share those things with me. And had I not made myself available for it, uh, I would have missed out on the only thing that has any mm -hmm. currency, right? Any value in your right. life anyways, right? So, so now, I mean, I, like Sean is, is uh, my coach, like in the ecosystem, and I was very reluctant at first about the whole idea of it because I'm like, I'm doing great. Business is, is going really well. Um, like the only thing I value is how do I take stuff off my plate? And that is not my skill set. Yeah. I do not know how to do that. Um, I know how to get, add more stuff to my plate. Cause like, I know like I could You'd go shoot yes. this video. I could do this. <laughs> yes. I could do this. And I'm like, I know how I could triple my business this year. Mm -hmm. I just don't know how to triple my time. Right. So that is what I needed. I needed ways to like, just protect me from me. Yeah, and thanks to Sean. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. Work in progress. Yeah. I was saying, I'm like, yeah. I did like 10 minutes of your time. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. We're going to be a little side coaching coming up here soon. Yeah. Uh, Janet, I'm going to go back to you. Uh, any iconic marketing thoughts, just as we're sort of in the spirit of this and moving us out of the, we've all just had a moment yeah, together. Sorry. Right? No, sorry. Sorry. Yes. Well, the best advice I was given yeah. when I started was, Focus on relationships yep. and the business will come. Yep. Always know how to answer the question, how's the market? Yes. And it's a numbers game. So the more people you talk to, the more business that's going to come your way. And don't, honestly, don't worry about talking to them about real estate. My favorite script is five words. 
I thought of you today. Oh, I love that. I can use that in my life tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> you might want to send her some flowers right? today, yeah. by the way. And I thought of you today could yes. be about, hey, I saw your video. It was awesome. But it also could be, hey, the 123 Main Street just got listed. That made me yeah. think of your house. Or it could be, right. I saw your team is in the Super Bowl this year. Right. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. So I uh, I got an email from our, our head coach, Mary Jett, who is referring to another one of our coaches, which I can't really read. I think it's Coach Fred uh, on Iconic uh, Simple Marketing is the CMA a day campaign, right? Mm -hmm. So he's like, I have all my clients doing it. And many of them are now running in the 15 CMAs out to one listing appointment. We all talk about there's no inventory. Yeah, yeah. And yet, and yet the simple, I thought of you today. Could you imagine just, I thought of you today and created a valuation on your property. Just thought you wanted to take a look at it. I'm sending you a quick video. Take a look at the email yeah. tonight. Let me know what you think. I'll call you tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. That, that, like, we're always looking for like these big moves. Sometimes it's just, it's the daily discipline, right? It's going all in, right? It's, it's making something big and it's finding the time. It's doing that at scale that I think is really moving. I don't think I know is really moving the needle right now. Okay, closing thoughts as we wrap this up. Who wants to sing the Canadian National Anthem? <laughs> I'm kidding. I've been here enough hockey games. I, I know. Like, all right, closing thoughts. Uh, best advice for, for the agent listening right now, the person that wants more time, wants to stand out from a crowd that we didn't already discuss. Either one, time or, or marketing. Okay, there's just there's one phrase. I've put it on my T-shirt. I've been talking about it for years. I think it's the only thing that agents should ask themselves when they create any piece of content or do any bit of marketing, which is what's in it for them. And the them right. always has to be the person on the other side. Right, right. What's in it for them? Ladies and gentlemen. I'm always a believer in surround yourself with people that make you a better version of yourself. Yes. Yes. But does that also include and cut out the ones that are energy sucking vampires that are bringing you down? <laughs> yeah, because they don't make you a better version of yourself. Right. Right. I love it. Sean, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to echo with what Janet said there and just no forgiveness. Like, don't ask for it. Just go for it. Like, back to all in and just screw it and do it. Like, just go after it. And 100% making your sphere and your circle smaller. Like, that's one thing I've done over the years is I got rid of a lot of people in my life that weren't helping me get better and progress and just talking about people I want to. Yeah. And that was a big difference as well. Yeah, that's huge. I'm going to say proximity. I think that's huge is, you know, it's so easy to say, go all in, just start, just do you. People can't do that. So align yourself in an environment with a team, with a coach who's going to hold you accountable because like you got amazing listing videos and I reached out to him and now we have a connection and everything. And now there's a line of communication that I can be like, Hey Brad, what do you think about this? And he holds me accountable. So proximity is huge, yes. huge. Cause you can't do it alone. Especially in this network, even just with today, right? <laughs> yeah. Huge. So I'm, I'm going to say one, and it's something that uh, I've shared and I would encourage all of you to do is go, go today to the Google death clock. So the Google death clock, you answer like five questions. And for a long time, I would like write the year I'm supposed to die on my, on my arm. So I know it's like, it's, you know, because of the average standard American man, I'm supposed to die in 2046. So when you guys hear me say, how many good summers do you have left? I'm held, summer is just a metaphor for how many, how many years do I have left? So I don't give a shit what anybody thinks because I know one day I'm going to pass and the dash, like the day I was born, the dash, and then that number at the end, like, I just want to maximize that dash. So whether it's doing my best work, 
or being the most loving, you know, human being I could be, or also being the most carefronting person I could be, or funny and entertaining and everything else. I just want to be unapologetically Tom Ferry every single day. And you know what? I'll let the cards land where they land. Like that's for me. You're gonna die. Are you going to live? That's the real. I'm just question. gonna put a note to follow up with Tom Ferry in 2044 about selling. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you want to sell your business? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, yeah, yeah. so very quickly, where can they follow you all if they want to ping you, DM you, ask you questions? Yeah, check me out uh, at the real Brad McCallum on Instagram or just Brad McCallum Calgary Realtor on YouTube. Love it. Instagram at JanetMiller.coach. Yes. Instagram, buying with Ryan. Buying with Ryan. <laughs> Everywhere at Stephen Kim Holmes. At Stephen Kim Holmes. All right. Hey, listen, like, subscribe, share. I was trying to do your version of it, right? All that good stuff. <laughs> but most importantly, um, you know, maybe send this to somebody that you know that needed to hear this. Maybe it's just edit down just that piece on time. Or maybe it was the iconic marketing moves. But no matter what, we're here for you. Let us know what you think. Leave us some comments. And we can't wait to create more content for you. We'll see you soon. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.